Before we get started, if you love what we're doing on the Church Sound Podcast, do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button. Review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen on. Check out our YouTube channel. And if you want more information, go to our website, www.churchsoundpodcast.com. See you in the matrix. Welcome to the Church Sound Podcast, where kingdom culture, real life, and technology intersect. I'm your host, Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor, Caleb Winley. We're here to help you get through Sunday. Could you hear the pastor? What about your live streams, social media? We provide solid solutions for all of your multimedia needs. Let's learn something today. Let's go. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another edition of the Church Sound Podcast. I'm your humble host, Mr. Prentice Thompson, and welcome to episode number one. Oh, four. That's right. 104, episode 104. I'm so, so happy to have you here. And before I, before, before we get into it, I'm going to send out a couple of thank yous. I looked at um, the downloads and the numbers and we we have a couple of countries, and I just want to thank you. Slovakia, India, South Africa, United Kingdom, Canada, and the Netherlands. Would you believe that? Thank you so, so much for tuning in. And those of you who are all over the globe and in the United States of America. It's too many states to name, too many cities to name. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being part of this process. Thank you for um, spending a moment of your day with me on the church sound podcast. I'm super, super excited. We have a great show in store for you guys. Uh, it's kind of a three headed monster, kind of a three headed monster. Episode one Oh four looks at church, church planting from three different perspectives. We're going to look at it from the pastor's perspective and what goes into church planting, people, technology, um, pledging. We're going to look at it from a woman's perspective, from being the wife of a husband who is church planting, who's also dealing with several different church plants from a Caucasian church to a predominantly African-American church. And what are those differences? I found, I found that very, very interesting. And lastly, from a urban perspective and the three guests, the three guests are amazing. Our first guest 
is Mr. Steven Summers. Our second guest is the lovely Jacqueline Taylor. And our last guest is the illustrious Moses David. Now, you may say that that that's a handful. And and how 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 are you going to pull this off, brother? With the with the with this technology, we can do anything. Oh, almost anything. We can't make water, but <laughs> but we can do almost anything. I want to thank our sponsor, Metro Podcast Studio, hottest podcast studio in New York City. If you happen to be in the New York City area and need a great place to record your podcast, produce your podcast, they have a great, great facility. If you want to stream on multiple platforms, if you want to have post-production, on pre-production, they can offer you all of those services at metropodcaststudio.com. Hit them up, metropodcaststudio.com for all of your podcasting needs. But before we get to our topic, you know what we do. You know what we do. And we got a special guest today. Special guest today. He's an old favorite. Okay, class for Sunday time. school. Time for Sunday school. Can, can, can we go back in the time bubble? Come on, stop. Check this out. This your boy, your boy brought me back, huh? Uh-huh. Your boy brought me well. back. Brought me back, <laughs> boy, back. Yes, Pastor Brown. Yes, Pastor sir. Pastor Brown. Caleb, Pastor Caleb. What's going on, brother? God bless your heart, boy. God bless your heart. May the Lord... Reach down to your soul and to touch it deep yes, down sir. in there. Thank you, sir. With I the felt deep that. finger, like all in there. With the finger, because God put you, put a finger on your man, and it's like an elephant That's touch it. you. That's, That's right. Oh, shaka na naka naka naka. Lord have mercy. Shana na 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 na. Shana na 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 na. Oh, shana na na na. Oh, shut up. That ain't tough. I don't know what that is. I sound like a song from the fifties when I was a young boy. Spry. Spry young fella. Spry. Mm. Spry young fella. What, 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 what we doing today there, Killer? Sir, you are controlling the microphone for Sunday. Sunday school. Sunday school. You got me back for the school. Come on, man. You got me back for the school. I know. But you're going to pick this one right here. You're going to pick that one, okay? And um, so... I got, I got two topics. Like, oh, you gonna, oh, you gonna, oh, you gonna, oh. All right. Topic number one. Uh huh. Communion ain't never been the same. Hmm. Communion. Communion. Ain't never been. been the same. All right. All right. Okay. Topic. The, the shot number two is. Okay. Okay. It takes a village. <laughs> it take a village, boy. Okay. He's bad behind kids right now. They don't got no village. Ah, no sense they at all. No village. They got isolation. And the number three. Uh huh. Number three is, which is what you need to do every now and then. You need to whip some behind, but you got to call timeout sometime. What was it called? Timeout. Call timeout. So call time communion out. ain't never been the same. Never been the same. It take a village. And then sometimes you gotta, you know, you gotta call time out there, boy. Call time out. Call time out. Communion ain't never been the same. Communion 
yeah. You got your crackers in your mouth? Oh, no. <laughs> I got my wine, boy. There it is. I got my sarsaparilla. And my salt and my saltine cracker, but go get communion, boy. Take it, make it back Don't to the head. Are doing the man? Take it to the head. Oh, the blood. The Yo, that's the blood. It, it, the blood. The blood of the life. Ain't, ain't, no, ain't, ain't no hangover after that. I don't Come know on. about that, boy. I don't know what kind of grape you talking about. <laughs> grape I'm talking about, boy. Look at here. Okay. This right here, this happened a long, long time ago, long time ago, long time ago. Okay. okay. The church, the church I used to attend, they used to have communion. Well, old mm-hmm. churches should have communion, but they used to have communion in a very, very, very special way. Okay. I thought it was, I think it started back in the olden time, but they used to do this thing, mm-hmm. you know, what Jesus did. <laughs> okay. Our Lord and Savior. He took his disciples and he sat them down one time by the creek. I think that's what they called it back then. And he said, he, and he, and he, and he, and the good Mary, Mary did what Jesus did. He washed her, his foot with her hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He know, his feet, he know, your hair. So with this, this church here, what they would do here, okay. they had a service, you know, you pray and you shout. Give you give Lord the praise. Yeah, yeah. And in the middle, after before the before they preached the word, they said, "Okay, we gonna take communion." Mm. And they pass around the grape juice, not the wine, the grape juice and the okay, okay, the falafel bread. I don't know what they call that mess. It was just <laughs> just dry, just dry. This dry. This ain't no, ain't no have no kick to it or nothing like that. Sure, sure. And then after that, you know, after a while, I see people kind of leaving. And people kind of leaving and going, and I was like, "What's going on?" And I'm sitting there, you know, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. You know, this is my sure. first time here. And they said, okay, we're going to go in the back. We're going to do what Jesus did. What Jesus okay. did. So okay. they going to crucify me? What in the world going on? <laughs> Are they going to stretch me wide and hang me dry and bleed me out? I was like, oh, no, I ain't going back there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm on my radio. No fool. You ain't about to nail me nowhere. Nah, nah, no, no, nah, no, nah, sir. Nah, no, nah, sir. Nah. No, sir. No, sir. They're going to do what Jesus did for the disciples. Okay. Do for the disciples. Okay. I'll say, okay. Right. I am a disciple of the Lord and Savior. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I went back there. They said, well, sit right here. I don't sit right down. And they started taking off their shoes and foots and, and socks and everything. Yeah, People yeah. Had, a, had a basin. Uh-oh. They, they put your foots in that thing and they wash your foot. Now listen wow. here. I ain't letting no man like touch my foot, boy. <laughs> you know what, know what I'm saying? saying? I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I ain't no, yeah. nah, nah, nah. I don't know where you been, boy. I don't know you like that. Matter of fact, I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? This is my first yeah. time. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> you gonna have you gonna have me tickling my foot, <laughs> tickling, tickling my foot. <laughs> Talk about this is what Jesus. <laughs> this is what Jesus did for the disciples. Oh God. One of them boys. He ain't get the memo. Uh-huh. He took off them socks, boy. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Jesus was. <laughs> all right, no. Lord. First of all, his foot was all like, you know. Oh, man. On top of each other. I could tell he. But the, oh, there. 
The Odell was Odell. And you know, you know when you cut an onion and your eyes be uh-huh. watering. <laughs> you start, yeah, you start to cry. Lord Jesus, I said, who done let who back here cooking onions? Because it smelled like it. It was like onions. Oh and man, toe jam and oh, and I man. can't say what the other thing smelled like, but it's yeah, in the, yeah, it's yeah. behind you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it smelled like toe jam and what's behind you. God <laughs> <laughs> just call it excrement. Excrement, <laughs> boy. Ain't nobody Woo! gonna touch that boy feet. Everybody, he said he's gonna wash my feet. I ain't gonna eat nobody with that. So they did. They hand that boy the rag and the soap and water. They ain't oh, put like soap and water no time through this whole time. This time they said they gonna get that ivory and some Clorox. Set that thing and then let that feel marinate. Cause you did, man. That thing but bubbling. They put some peroxide in that thing. I think but you just are bubbling. But that's why I say, boy, wow. communion ain't never been the same. Ain't never been the same. <laughs> ain't never been the same. Every time I seen him, every time I seen the boy, I was just, uh-huh. I can imagine how his foot was smelling. Did you Did you ever have flashbacks? I did. Every time I seen them, I Every just want to punch him. I just want oh, to cut <laughs> karate chop. <laughs> maybe did your, maybe did you got a miracle that day. Did you wash? Did you wash? Did you wash? I said, did you wash? Clean. Soap. Lathering. Long, long. That's what I wanted to say to that boy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. So there we are. Punch him in the throat. Anyway. Punch him in the throat. <laughs> cut him, cut him, in the, cut him in the throat. Cut him to the white meat like birdie thing. Listen. To the white meat. You know, white. it's funny though, because I remember my mom always telling me when I was growing up, she mm-hmm. said, I remember one day I got up and just kind of threw my underclothes on and everything. And she said, uh-uh, there's a hole in your underwear. Mm. She said, you don't know what's going to happen today. So see that brother, he went to he went to, he went for communion, but he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. I know listen, this is he the bad ready. thing about it. I know I'm gonna get off out of here because y'all uh-huh. people are gonna be sick of me. Uh-huh. Y'all might not bring me back. Nah, we'll always bring you back. He was a member. He knew what the heck was going on. I'm out of here. He knew what the heck was going on. He was a member. He was oh signed in the book. He was in the book unless he unless he was. <laughs> he was in the book. He was wow. in the book. They called wow. him Brother Deacon something. Wow. Yes, well, Lord. you know, I didn't know. He knew. You didn't know, but he knew. That's I didn't right. know. That's so right. that's why he knew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Yes, he did. <laughs> he doesn't care how his foot was going to me. Exactly. He ain't care. He ain't uh-huh. care no clear. He ain't uh-huh. care about nobody. Okay. Oh, oh you're giving me flashbacks now. Okay, Lord anyway. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, rest your hand upon you, boy. Stretch your hand. Let's go. Stretch your hand. Let's go. Stretch your hand. Mm. All right, bro. That's I had passed the Sunday school. That's awesome. Bro. Bro. Thank you for long. sharing that. Said, took, that was great. He said I took too long. That was long. great. All right. Woo! We will see you soon. You gonna bring me back, boy? We gonna bring you back. Watch Absolutely. out now. All right now. Watch. Nah, 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 nah. Okay. I tell you. I tell you. I tell you. Pastor Brown? It's not Pastor. It's Pastor Brown. Pastor Brown is a complete trip. So, are you ready? Let's get right into it. Let's check out 
Stephen Summers as he as he as he talks about church planting from a pastor's perspective when I do church plant. Here we go. For me, it was in that corporate people literally say, do you have a church or where do you go to church? Mm-hmm. If you had a church, we would come. You know, you start to hear those things. But what goes to your mind is, right. OK, well, what does it take to get this started? And if I did this. What part would you play in helping getting it off the ground? So you've got to have a committed support group and you just can't be afraid to ask people for help. Right. So um, and within that committed support group. Obviously, finances come along with that. You've got individuals that need to pledge, you know, dollars to the cause, but more importantly, time. So that's what I mean by committed. It has to be a committed support group and just a network of individuals that see your vision. um, And ultimately, it's God's vision. But see the vision that you have for that particular ministry. Whatever the core purpose of that ministry is, uh, they've got to be committed to it. Um, So prayer, committed support group. And the last one, so not spiritual at all, thick skin. Mm, yeah. Thick skin. Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, especially in the South, uh, planning a church, mm-hmm. that was a no-no. It, it, it's like, what is that? So when, when I first told people I was going into church planting, they thought I kept saying church planning. Like, what are you going to plant? Oh. <laughs> you plan a Sunday program? Like, what do you plan? I'm like, no, church plant. Now, what do you mean? What is a church plant? Like, what is this? Is it a Actually, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is like, it a bouquet? Right. right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, no concept of what that was, at least in my experience here in, in, in the South. And most of the individuals right. I ran into that planted churches came from the ministry. They were coming from other places. But being from here, growing up in a Baptist network, and then serving as a youth minister and a mm-hmm. minister of evangelism in an Amy's Iron Church, you know, and that's all structured, very structured, ha- has a method to it. So explaining that to them, they are looking at you like, has the devil warped your mind? Huh. Like, <laughs> what what is this church? Right, 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 right. They view that as 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 you're in rebellion to a denomination, right? right. So. You mean you're not going to be Baptist? You're not going to be Methodist? You're not going to be Presbyterian or Lutheran? So are you even a church? Are you even saved? Like, that's what it was viewed as down here. So you got to have really thick skin, depending on where you are, and just know that God has called you. As my grandma would say, you got to know that you know that you know, right? That's right. That's right. And, you know, you've got that that tug and that pull. Um, But, yeah, thick skin, man, because I had a lot of people – uh, say that this was not going to work or you don't know what you're doing, which was true. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, <laughs> it's not going to work in the South. And it's and again, almost just like the parallel with the Christian hip hop music, hearing people say that's not going to work, that's not godly. Right. It was the same things. Not only that, leading by example in that area, but then it was also when it came to time to clean the church. It's Saturday and it's time mm-hmm. to make sure the church is clean, bathrooms are clean. My wife and my kids and I, we were in there cleaning the church. So what they saw was what I saw my dad do. Like I saw my dad have this crazy work ethic and he was always helping, always working. He never would ask anyone to do something that he wouldn't do himself. Mm, And so that's the example of leadership that I saw. Now, from a biblical standpoint, I was willing to sacrifice my time. I realized that I had to scrub the toilets and kind of lead by example in order to get other people to do it. And so, so team building for me meant, 
you know, that whole model of kind of kind of laying down your life, so to speak, or laying down your time. So we built the team by being intentional. It was a word we always use. So we said we have to be intentional about building our relationships. So mm-hmm. we would we would be intentional about, okay, this Sunday after church, we're going to this individual's house. Wasn't that amazing? Amazing. If there was such thing as three words, it would be amazing. But Let's take it a step further. Let's take it a step further. This young lady that, 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 that I'm about to bring up uh, is very near and dear to my heart. Near and dear to my heart. I was there when they were doing these church plants. My, this is my sister-in-law, Jacqueline Taylor, my brother, James Taylor Jr., um, Pastor J.T., he was on the podcast earlier, uh, maybe about uh, about 18 months ago. But she had a very, very unique perspective on being a first lady. What does that mean? And what does that mean in the sense of culture? Now, I found that in Caucasian churches, we don't normally find that that first lady as a, as a statement. In African-American churches, we do. And understanding the differences and why it's important um, to certain cultures is very, very unique. And I believe this is this will give you a totally different perspective. And I and I know you will get a ton of insight from this. So. Let's check out my sister. Jacqueline Taylor. Ministry can never be predicated by a title, right? Just like Mm -hmm. authenticity or integrity can't be predicated by a title. I can call you something, but that doesn't make you that, right? It doesn't even make you worthy of what I'm calling you, honestly. Um, Being a pastor's wife is just um, a role that you find yourself in by default when your husband becomes a pastor. Any Mm -hmm. woman who is married to a pastor is a pastor's wife. Mm-hmm. Period. Yep. Ministry comes into play on different levels. Most times, when you have pastors' wives, or a lot of times when you have pastors' wives, pastors, you have their wives that fall into a few different categories. You have the one who's like, "Babe, you got it. That's your thing. Do it. I'm so proud of you." Mm-hmm. Um, you have the one who's like, mm, "I don't really want to be a part of that, but you can do it. I'm not telling you 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 can't do it." I feel you. And you have those who are more on the end of, you know what, this is our thing. We're doing this together. How can I serve? What can I do to make your load easier as a pastor and, you know, and be in, involved in this ministry together? And then that person 2.0 would be a woman kind of like myself where I was totally in there, but then I also have a strong personal call to ministry myself. So there's okay. something ministry related that on my own, outside of being my husband's wife, if I had never been my husband's wife, I would still be passionate about. But that's how I kind of break the difference between ministry and, and being a pastor's wife. So when did they first, so they, so right at that point, did they started calling you first lady? Yes. When we, did, when we had our last church merger, and here's where it differentiates. When we started, when we planted our church, we were very small plants. And so okay. everybody just called me Jackie because because that's what I was like, Jackie, I'm not, right, right. I'm not doing this. 
Then our first church merger, we merged with a small, older Caucasian congregation. So it was definitely Jackie and JT and it, which I was, I was cool with because I had been in a lot of multicultural spaces at that point. So I was like, okay, fine, whatever. When we did our last church merger, which was a larger congregation, but the congregation was predominantly African-American and the membership was average late forties and up. That was first lady from the time I walked in the door. And from the time I walked in the door, I said, you don't have to call me first lady. Like Jackie is fine. And those women to this day will text me will hit me on Facebook and it's first lady, such and such, 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 first lady, such and such, such and such. It doesn't bother me anymore. It did for a while, but I had to sit myself down and just kind of think about it. Think about it. Um, And then I got over it. What bothered you about it? Well, I didn't want to be seen as someone who was unapproachable. Right. And I didn't want this, the things that I had seen, which was, you know, that's, First lady, you got to talk to, you know, Sabrina and see if first, see if you could go and talk to first lady or that's right. first lady. You know, you don't right. don't move her stuff over two seats or don't ask her to wait on the elevator because the pregnant lady is coming down the hallway. And, you know, just there was this um, stigma in my mind that said mm-hmm. I'm a step above you. And I just never wanted to be perceived that, you know, I there are so many elements of the respect, the honor, the family, the presence of the black church that I absolutely right. love. Right. But right. what I don't love is the switch up. Yeah. Because yep. integrity says that you are who you are all the time when somebody's exactly. watching and someone is not watching. And I think that what titles have done um, in some instances is right. it makes people feel like they can have an on and an off switch. Mm, if I'm a exactly. believer, I need to be a believer all the time. And I need to carry myself. Right. As much. I don't need to, even as, as the pastor's wife, I don't need to feel like, okay, I got, I got to turn it on. Cause I'm with everybody. Right. But as soon as church is over, who I can turn it, you know, I can turn it off. Mm-hmm. Now there is a level yeah. of appropriateness as a leader, because, you know, as a leader of anything, there's a level of appropriateness. Right. There's a le- there may be that not maybe there definitely were times when I wasn't necessarily feeling Jay on a Sunday morning. I had to have a whole conversation with my face before I walked out into the sanctuary. You know what I mean? Because he is their leader and my right, husband, right. but their leader, but just that switch up what we have done and what we continue to do is to push people farther and farther away from authenticity and integrity. Hey, Pastor Kayla, do you know any churches that want to get into podcasting? I know a bunch, but they don't know where to begin. Well, did you tell them about the Tascam Mixcast 4? I told a few, but let's talk about its features. Well, it has four microphone inputs. And you can take phone calls over your mobile device. You can use it with live stream platforms like Zoom. You can connect via Bluetooth. And it comes with sound pads for music and effects like this. Huh, not bad. It's an all-in-one unit which is small enough to fit in a messenger bag. So pastors, go to your favorite retailer and pick up the Tascam Mixcast 4 today. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Wasn't that amazing? Amazing. So... (laughs) 
you know, her perspective is, is unique. And I, and you know, the thing is, is like when you find unique people who've been in unique perspectives and, uh, and, and, and it enables you to, 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 um, get into their mind, get into their spirit and be, and be able to hear their heart in, in, in these types of matters. A lot of times these normally this is two separate people, you know, this is a, a unique scenario and, um, you know, church planting, especially in this day and age, is super important. Um, being a local church is super important. But also being able to talk to the next generation. Let's listen to Pastor Moses David. Usually, man, I, I first of all show them to a certain extent that what it is I want to bring them into that I can do it myself. Right. So there's, mm-hmm. and, you know, and then showing kind of the excellence of how it's done, because that's what usually attracts. Like they don't come if they like, man, man, I, ain't, I, ain't come. I, yo, I, I yo, don't know what you're doing you know, over son, there. Your son is whack. Yo, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what you, but we, we, exactly. we, we, when it's blaze. And, yes. it's un- and it's undeniable. Right. And it's like, when I say undeniable, like, yo, that's, you get that, oh, yes, yo, that's crazy. And then once that happens, they, I connect them. And, and so, you know how in the, in the, traditionally in the church, this is what happens. Um, these are folks that maybe have been in for a while, but they'll say, you know, if you really want to raise up good leaders and you really want to test and see where they're at, get them, they'll say, make them lay down everything take it from them. Mm. Right. So I know that's a, I know that's a, you know, I know that's a method that that's used and can be used. Um, but what I found in the years of, of me doing this with young people, can't do that with them because where they're coming from, no one, a lot of times have ever affirmed them, paid attention to what they do. Some of their parents don't even know the gifts they got and not because they just want to be mean parents, Cause they working dog. They trying to survive. By the time they get home, they like, baby, I wish I sure wish I could have been there, but I got to get my mind ready for the ball. They come in for a moment and they get pulled right back because whatever that passion is, no one is cultivating it. Right. It, you know what I mean? Right. Pointing in the right direction. None of that. And when you do that, I'm telling you, you win them because for one, you spend in time. They see that too you're actually noticing something that they have a heart for. So, you know, that's another way you're winning them. Once they see that you're for them, then you can speak anything into them. Right. They got to have that season of where you're loving. Mm -hmm. You're, you see what I'm saying? Right. All that. And I've known it to work, man. I've seen it. I've done it with the best of them, the hardest of the hard and the softest of the soft. Mm -hmm. It don't matter which one they come from. That method is so effective to the point where then a lot of time they want the correction because they know. But are you going to see me first? That's that's right. That's what they're right. Going to see right. first. Right. Are you going to correct me right off the bat? I had uh, there was just a few handful of people that uh, came along with me. It was it was it was definitely a, a venture, right? And we <laughs> realized. And even myself, man, I, 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 people were volunteering and coming, but 
man, I was putting out fires left and right. And this is what I mean by this. <laughs> oh, yeah, please explain. <laughs> People have a heart to do. And they and they and they like, yes, I want to do this. So they show up. But when they realize, see, and I kept telling them when people come, y'all, this ain't church kids. These kids are on the street. So I need you to have them. Oh, yes. Save less. So they coming in with thinking it's going to be one way, like a church youth group. And I was telling this is not a church youth group. These these are street kids. So they coming in wanting to regulate a certain way. And I realized, oh my God, some people are just going to need to be trained. Yes, yes, yes. So if you want to hear the full episodes of these, of these illustrious guests, um, for Jacqueline Taylor, it's episode number 34. For Moses David, it's episode number 95. And for Stephen Summers, it's episode number 24. So go check that out. Go go listen to the full episodes. I will say it like we always say it. Keep God first in everything you do. And we will see you next time on the Church Sound 